Good news. My new book is almost here. It's called Handbook for the Heartbroken, A Woman's Path from Devastation to Rebirth. And while it doesn't officially come out with Sounds True until May 7th, you can pre-order it now. And when you do, you'll receive up to $500 in additional gifts and resources to support you on your healing journey. I wrote this book because in the four-year span between 2016 and 2020, I experienced serial heartbreaks that rocked every area of my life, health, relationships, finances, career, social status, and even my very identity. Along the way, I experienced firsthand just how dysfunctional our culture's relationship to loss really is. I saw how we live in a heartbreak illiterate world that's obsessed with success, shackled with isolation, and ignorant of how valuable our suffering can be for our growth and evolution, not only as individuals, but as a species. So this book expands the conversation around grief and loss beyond just breakups and bereavement, although we cover those too, to include falls from grace of all kinds, personal, professional, and collective. This includes the end of a relationship or job, death of a loved one, a natural disaster or a war, infertility, abortion, or a financial crisis. Also, when we're going through hard times, we're encouraged at every turn to hurry up and get on with it. But by trying to power through these messier seasons of life, we're denying ourselves the very answers to our healing and growth. Whether you're experiencing hardship right now, or you know that you have past hurts that are holding you back and still need healing, this book will support you. Handbook for the Heartbroken will show you that it's only through fully turning toward your heartbreak with support, courage, and compassion that you can heal. Within the loving pages of this book, you'll have full permission to fall apart and slowly, organically, find your way back to greater wholeness. I'm truly excited to share this with you. You can download your free chapter now and pre-order the book to receive all those bonuses at handbookfortheheartbroken.com. That's handbookfortheheartbroken.com. I also want to add that pre-ordering the book now is the very best way that you can support me as an author and the health of this book when it enters the world in May. It signals to booksellers to stock the book at that time and in turn, make it available to more people who need it. So thank you for your pre-orders. Thank you for your support. And I look forward to continuing to deepen together in this important conversation over the coming months. Welcome to Herself, a space for women to have deep conversations about the intersection between spiritual entrepreneurship and fulfilling your potential. So you can become the woman you truly are in every area of your life. After being in business for over two decades, I've learned, as you likely have too, that as you grow your business, your business grows you in unexpected, often challenging, yet miraculous ways. Here, we'll talk about how to get out of your own way so you can grow a business that's abundant and sustainable while allowing you to be a force for good in the world. I'll give you simple, actionable strategies as well as wisdom and inspiration to help you root into your wholeness, lead from your values, and work in ways that feel deeply aligned so you can bring your true self into the world through your business and in every area of your life. Today's episode holds a special place in my heart, not just because we're celebrating these soulful, self-led entrepreneurs, which I love that we are, but because I want this to be an example of what's possible for you and for women in business in general. I think that there's a special power in sharing our successes and our challenges out loud to share what's working, what isn't. I know that's one of my intentions for this podcast to really let you in behind the scenes on the good, the bad, the ugly, because it's all part of the journey, right? There's no journey without all of those components. And when we talk about our journeys in this way, we normalize and validate hardships while also empowering each other to dream bigger and to move toward our goals in the face of adversity and setbacks. So I'm sharing this episode to inspire you. 
And when you walk away from today's conversation, I only want you to think if they can do it, so can I. Because they came into my mastermind and mentorship circle, create your dream business with the wondering, will this really work? Is it worth it to invest in myself and my business this way? Is this even possible? These women have asked themselves, if I let go of doing the things I don't enjoy and don't feel aligned with, will I still be able to have a viable business model? Can I expand beyond seeing one-on-one clients and create an online program? Can I take good care of myself, spend more time with my daughter and support myself financially after a divorce? Likely, you've had similar doubts as them. And yet here they are on my podcast as women entrepreneurs who are in the arena, as Brene Brown says, rolling up their sleeves and doing the inner and outer work to create businesses that feel deeply aligned with not only their lives, but also their souls. And again, I want to say it, if they can do it, so can you. That is the core takeaway I want you to have from this episode. So let's go ahead and dive in. Right. Welcome women. It's really good to have you here. And we're going to start first by talking to Carrie Haynes and Carrie. So good to have you. And I'm wondering if you can start by telling us a little bit about yourself and where you live and the kind of work that you do. Yeah. Thank you. Glad to be here with all of you. Um, so I am in Fort Collins, Colorado. I am a licensed professional counselor, and um, I also am the creator of Art of Groups, my specialty from, I mean, I think it's been like 20 years now, has been teaching and training therapists and others how to do group therapy. And I was in a university setting for a very long time and decided during COVID, actually, Um, Once I branched out into private practice, I just saw a real need for education and mentorship around group facilitation. So I founded the Art of Groups. Um, Personally, I have two children, married, a puppy, um, two-year-old golden retriever. So that's me. And Carrie, you mentioned that you saw that there was a need for group facilitation. Was there something else that Actually, I would say what what led you to see that there was a need? What, what were you witnessing? And also, was there anything else within in you that really drew you towards this passion that you have for groups? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, way back, I fell in love with what can happen in a group because I am such a relational person. And I really believe that, you know, I would see clients all the time and they would have a lot of really hard stuff happening in their lives. And what I knew is that I could never control what a client got dealt. We could never make something not happen. We just never knew what life was going to deal them. But what I found is that when people really had really healthy, sustainable relationships and connection, they always fared better. Um, Life was always more manageable, no matter what was dealt. Um, And so I really felt passionate about being able to teach people how to create those relationships and sustain those relationships. And that was something I could count on that I could give to clients. And in the groups that I facilitated, I saw that happening, people really learning how to be in relationship with one another and really feel seen and heard and known. And I was just so fortunate to be at a university counseling center where that was the norm. Like group therapy was just as common as individual therapy. Our groups were full. We had wait lists, like people wanted to be in groups. And when I left the university, it was like people on, like in the community could not get their groups filled, even though these beautiful offerings, people would put things out there and just crickets. And I felt like there there are things that I learned in this other environment that could really help them to get people to come and be a part of their groups. And then also to help them deal with the hard stuff that happens in groups, because it's not all beautiful, right? I mean, just like any relationship, we have um, the beautiful parts and the challenging parts. And I found that a lot of facilitators were 
totally ready for the beautiful <laughs> and not so prepared for the challenging. And they just needed some support to help them know how to navigate the challenging parts that come. Yeah, that's that's good to hear. And I've never I've never specifically asked you that, but I I, I share and resonate with a lot of those things that you've just named and and those were definitely part of my intentions in in creating this program that that you're a part of. So I'd love for you to share with us what was going on for you. You've been in business for a long time. You have a lot of experience. What was going on for you in your business and or in your life that led you to want to be a part of this particular group of create your dream business? Well, um, I think specifically there were a few things. One is I would consider myself like a lot of people say like multi-passionate. So I am never short on ideas and uh, creative interests and sparks like that comes really easily to me. And I found that fortunately the world, at least I feel like the world is ready for more group work. Like we are moving out of this hyper individualistic society and people are yearning and craving more connection and community healing. So my work was really well received and a lot of, there was a lot of interest, but I found myself getting a little blown around by everyone else's desires um, and not really being able to root into what does my soul, my particular um, path, what, what is it calling for me to do? What do I need to say no to so I can say yes to the things that are really aligned with what my business and and my heart and my soul are called to to offer. Um, and I felt like you and I had done some IFS work together, which was really powerful and transformative. And I've always admired your business because I can feel the the kind of the energy signature. There's a there's a simplicity, there's an alignment. Um, spirituality is important to me. So the fact that you were offering this, um, I even think during our our coaching, the IFS coaching, I was sort of like, and like, I would love to talk to you about your business. So, um, so yeah, I think it was those two things is wanting to get more deeply aligned, uh, really admiring what you had created and not seeing a lot of coaching out there that felt um spiritually based, that felt heart-centered, that felt connected and grounded. Those were all things that drew me to you and your work. And then finally, um, I didn't realize how lonely being a solopreneur can be. Um, I'm not just an entrepreneur, but I'm really doing most of it myself. And as a group person that's always talking about the power of being in community, I found myself really alone uh, in this work in a different way than when I was working more intensively with individual clients or in a counseling center and other places. So I really, I have a beautiful community of other therapists, but I didn't have a lot of other therapists or healers or guides who were also navigating the road of starting our own businesses. And so I was really yearning for that connection. And you, you or all three of you are, are founding members for this program. And we're several months in, we still have several months to go in the first year, but as, as we're several months in, what are, what are the main ways that you have grown yourself or, and, or your business as being a part of this community? Well, I think for me, I was reflecting on this and, um, I have seen a lot of growth in that alignment. Like, I feel like I'm at a place now we're about halfway through the the first year. And um, I have really taken some bold steps in saying no to things that were maybe lucrative or interesting, that that part of me that can kind of get excited about a lot of things was interested in. But when being in the program and doing some of the practices and really uh, connecting deeply with the soul of my business and with my own intentions for my life. Um, I feel a lot clearer on the programs and um, offerings that are more aligned. And so I can see myself actually really letting go of a lot of pieces that may not have been in the highest level of alignment. They were somewhat aligned. So that feels really good. Um, so refining that. Um, the second 
thing that I feel like I've grown is, uh, I think you do a great job of this in the program, but there's this beautiful blend of, um, right, we're connecting with the soul and it can get kind of out here, but I have found myself really enjoying the practicality. Like I, again, can get kind of up head in the clouds a lot with ideas and um, philosophy about the work I do, but a business takes systems and regular money management and uh, checking in on what's going well and all of those types of things that um, are just more grounded. And I have found that I've grown in that area too, just paying attention to maybe, to me, they're not as exciting, but they're so necessary. So those are probably the two biggest ways that I feel I've seen a lot of growth. And from where you are now, what what would you say is your biggest goal or biggest dream for your business in the year ahead? Yeah, when I was visioning out for this year, um, where I want to be next year at this time is I want to feel like all of the extra kind of fat is cut, you know, that I am just really aligned and that my offerings are feel like direct root from my core intention out into the world and that there's a simplicity and um, a plan, a, a very clear plan. So I'm really looking at cutting away and not adding a lot of new, but just refining what I have. So I don't know exactly, but the feeling would be simple, grounded, clear, and planned um, is my, is my hope for uh, how I will be entering into 2025. I love that for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can really feel that. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And there may be women listening now who are considering being part of this circle. What would you tell someone who's considering joining us? Mm-hmm. I think... Um... I would tell them to do it um, as long as they're willing to actually apply what's being offered. I think there's something that's really, I've really, this isn't going to happen for you if you don't take what's offered and actually do it. And um, I think it's important to know that like I've, I've had to make a real commitment and investment to take the time and do the thing. So really sitting with yourself if you are looking into this and and carving out time to uh, go deeper. And I think if someone doesn't have the time, they may not get as much out of it. So I think that that's really important to be able to make the commitment and investment. Um, But yeah, I think I also think that um, my sense is that you are refining and changing the program. So it's just getting better and better. So I, you know, I feel like if anyone's in the place that, that I was in where you're feeling somewhat lonely or, you know, not as connected or you're needing some practical tools, do it. Yeah. Yeah. And I wholeheartedly agree that this, this is a a program of implementation and that is so often where I see friends, colleagues, clients getting stuck is we stay working in our business, but not or learning things, but not implementing it and not setting aside the time to work on our business, which is an investment. But once we, once we build that skill, it just becomes a way of life. It's just a way of doing business, but yes, it is an investment. Well, and I appreciate that, that when you, that realizing that that is what it takes to make a business work, right? So we're not spending all this time just in idea generation, but we're spending a lot of time also in the implementation. So it's it's not an easy path, I don't think, but it's definitely rewarding and grounding. And it feels um, like it's it's setting a foundation for the long road. Yeah. Yeah, being an entrepreneur, I know we've said this in our group, but it's not for the faint of heart. Mm-hmm. but it's, it is so rewarding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks so much, Carrie. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Okay. Welcoming next Emily, Emily O'Neill. Welcome. Hey everybody. It's nice to be here. I'm Emily. 
and I'm coming in from the traditional homelands of the Cowlitz people and what's also known as Vancouver, Washington. And my people are colonizers from England as well as Northwestern Europe and Sweden and Denmark. And I work as a psychic medium, intuitive healer and coach, which is a little different from some of the other guests here. And it's my mission to help people connect more deeply to their intuition so that they can connect to their self themselves so that they can embrace change because that's that's what life is all about. Um, and I think uh, that's also what this program is about is knowing how to adapt and flow and change with your your business. And I love tarot. I love mediumship. And I love psychism, and they're a huge part of my personal care practices, but I also really believe that they're effective healing modalities for other people. And I want to add that you are a podcast host, and Carrie mm-hmm. is as well. Uh, Carrie's podcast is called The Art of Groups. Is that right, Carrie? Yes. And Emily, do you want to share the name of your podcast? It's The Blooming Wand Podcast, and, and my business is Blooming Wand. Okay. Carrie, you were just going to unmute yourself. Was, were you going to say something else? No, I was just confirming. Yes. It's okay. Art, it's podcast. Art yes. of groups. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. And Emily's is the Blooming One pod- podcast. And Emily shares new moon and full moon intentions and reflections, both on, on your podcast and in your email newsletter. Yeah. I really like to work with the cycles of the moon. It's a big part of my personal care practices. And I always encourage clients to connect with the moon just because it ebbs and flows just like we do. And it's a great way to connect to natural rhythms and inner wisdom and all those fun things that can be really helpful. And Emily, what was going on in your world in the world of your business and your personal life that led you to want to be a part of this circle? Well, I'm an introvert. So I tend to go it alone a lot. And I will say with the type of work that I do, there weren't a lot of models for me for how to do it. So I felt really alone and I didn't want to be on my own anymore because I'm aware of this idea that we don't learn and grow on our own. That community, like Carrie has said, is such a big part of expanding our awareness, learning about ourselves and others. And I just wanted to learn and grow in community. And I don't know what I don't know. Um, I've never been a business owner before. And so being with other people on a similar journey felt like just a natural part of my evolution. And it just kind of came at the right time for me. And what are, what are the main things that you have experienced so far in the program? Again, only several months in, but what, what are you working on and what are some things that you've created or ways that you've grown? Well, it's definitely pointed out to me in an interesting way, some of my strengths, like talking about implementation, like that's a strength of mine. I'm good at iterating and learning and applying knowledge, but it also has pointed out some areas where I'm less comfortable or don't have as much confidence and know-how. So just particularly in the realm of like communications and marketing, how you want to present yourself, um, telling a story that feels like it can connect to your ideal client. I thought I had a good sense of who my ideal clients were. And I think one of the things that I've learned over this program is I needed to refine that. And I've actually really enjoyed learning more about my community and who my market is. And that really it had crossed my mind previously, but I didn't really know how to dive into it. So I did probably what most people do. And I, I just bypassed, <laughs> I just went around that part. And so being in the program does highlight those things that I just am like, eh, I'll deal with that later. And I'm using it as an opportunity to not avoid the things that I know the least about. And I would say, because one of the things that I do when you all join the program is if you're on social media and not, not everyone is, or if you have an email newsletter, not everyone does, I sign up for them. Or if you have a podcast, I subscribe to your podcast so I can just stay connected with what's going on. 
And so Emily, I would say that you are, you're the most consistent person in the group right now with your communications. You, you send them out pretty regularly, at least twice a month, I would say. Is that right? Yep. At least twice yeah, a month. At least twice a month with the moons. Yep. And so great, great with the consistency. And also I've, I have witnessed the ways that you're deepening your connection with your audience. And the the last email, which I think I spoke to you about, did that in an even in just a deeper way than ever before of really, really getting personal and sharing more about yourself and connecting with people. And it, it was impactful. It's nice to hear that because I, I am definitely making an effort in that way. And I can tell you when I started the business three years ago, I didn't share anything about myself. Again, kind of being more introverted, I'd like keep it to the facts, just keep it. What are you doing? What's the offer? What's the this? And then A, that got boring. Like it's not fun to write a bunch of content that doesn't have any of you in it. And B, it really wasn't that effective, I don't think. And so through the program there, I don't know, there was just like an opening within me to be like, well, you love to write and things are going to get boring if you don't weave yourself into it and do more storytelling. And so I just approached it as something that it's enjoyable and um, being vulnerable and sharing is a way to make meaningful connections. And I mean, that's ultimately what I'm all about. And so I appreciate the acknowledgement because I, I definitely have been making a concerted effort in that area. And what would you say is your dream for your business in the year ahead? Well, I really envision myself connecting with a wider audience and it really truly is my mission. And I think this is another thing that I've honed in on this year and in tandem with the program is I really do want to demonstrate that that mediumship and psychism and engaging with the tarot are great ways to get to know yourself and they're great ways to build a relationship to your intuition and our intuition is our birthright and our superpower and we've lived in a culture that in particular has separated women from that superpower and the more that i've learned to move with it and honor it just the better my life has been and i would just say that it doesn't mean i don't have hard times it doesn't mean you get to predict and avoid challenges that are headed your way, but it, it does allow you to move with greater ease and in flow with your soul. And I just think, you know, who doesn't want that? And there's not a lot of practitioners who demonstrate, I think, the healthy application of these intuitive healing modalities. There's a lot of things on the internet and Rather than call out, I'd rather call in and model how these things can really transform someone's life and support them. So I envision myself doing more of that through just different avenues of social media, marketing, podcasting, and networking with other people that are, are healers. Because I love to make connections, even though I'm introverted and a little bit on the shy side, I do like talking about my work. And once you get me going, I might not stop talking about them. I might just keep going. So that's kind of what I envision for for this year. And I think you have your you want to bring a a course, an online course into the world. Yeah. Yeah. So I do have a course coming up. I'm gonna it's gonna launch in March and it's really all about people who want to use tarot but are really overwhelmed by it. I mean, it is a lot of cards and there's a lot going on. And I think a lot of people feel like they need to look up meanings. They need a book. They have to study it. And I took a step back and I was like, I, I, I don't think we need to do that. I think there's a way you can just immediately engage it and get direct access to your intuition through symbolic imagery. And I figured out what that process was just by kind of looking at my journey with it. And I'm really excited to share it with other people because it's simple. It's a simple and effective method. And a lot of people have told me that it's really transformed their journal practices, their personal care practices, and just that connection to their intuition that it has strengthened it. So they don't have to depend on tarot for that, but it can awaken that relationship within them to their intuition. And we'll put the links to all three of your websites in the show notes if anyone wants to to learn more about you or to follow up on anything that you're offering. 
And Emily, what would you tell a woman who's considering joining our program? I really think that I resonated with a lot of what um, Carrie was saying. I think you have to be able to find peace in the evolution of your business. And this program really highlights that. In, In other words, alignment is not a stagnant thing. So being aligned with the soul of your business is a big part of this program. And one of the things that struck me, I wasn't completely unaware of it, but I think it just deepened my understanding of this is that our relationship to our business and the way we interact with it and how we deploy or implement things is an iterative process and alignment is not a stagnant thing. And your business is going to change and you're going to change probably with a greater frequency than you thought. And so holding things really gently and being able to take insight, criticism, advice, positive feedback on board and then apply it is really central. And I think it's important to just take your time and know that you don't have to do everything all at once. And the other thing that I think the program highlighted and it, it again this wasn't an unknown to me but this was in helping other people in the program and supporting them is understanding your tools your technical tools as a business person is really critical so understanding how your website works your scheduling tools your merchant services accounts and your social media having a depth of understanding and a confidence in knowing how those things work, whether you have a virtual assistant helping you out with it or not, you won't get too far if you don't sort of embrace technology. Um, There's a balance and an art to that, obviously, but um, there's not a lot that you can do in this course if you don't understand how your tools work. Right. So I think that that was something I was like, Oh yeah, I felt pretty good because I have a, pretty good footing with that but you know some other people didn't and it feels good to be able to support them and like you can do it you can get those things done it's not as hard as you think all of us are in this together because I don't know if you've heard feedback like this Sarah but one of the number one things I've heard from people in the program is like oh man I really need to get up to speed on my technology stuff and I'm like yep yeah but we can help each other with that we're all kind of scared of it to some degree but you can't mess everything things up that bad. It, it's easier than you think. And so that was, I was able to make some meaningful connections through that, that struggle. Yeah. I love that you shared that Emily. And this month we're actually doing a masterclass on technology. So it's yeah. well-timed yep. and, um, and also with the, the new, um, the, the changes coming to the program in February, when we invite new women and we're also having some office hours, to help people with technology when you, when you get stuck with different platforms and things, mm-hmm. but it is, it, if we're, if we're running businesses online and really everything is online these days, we need to have a base level of comfort with technology and we can start with, with the basics, with things that are super simple. Yeah. For and sure. I also love how you highlighted the willingness to be coachable and, um, the willingness to be where you are and to know and that's a big part of why, why we create plans in the program is because we can't do all the things at once, but to know what, what is, what is ours to do. And as Carrie was saying, put a, put a really clear, actionable, aligned plan in place to achieve that. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Thanks so much, Emily. You bet. And on to Julia, Julia Forberg, Julia, can you, Share with us a little bit about yourself, where you live, and what kind of work you do. Well, I'm I'm first just so happy to be hearing more from Carrie and Emily because I just it's nice to connect with you both um, after being in the program for a while and just hearing more about it from you. Um, so I'm in San Francisco, um, and I'm a I'm an M- M- MFT. I'm a marriage and family therapist. I have a background in dance. Um, which sort of led me to therapeutic dance um, in college, like authentic movement. And um, I have a master's in somatic psychology. Um, I was licensed in 2016 and started my practice in 2017 um, after doing 
another program with Sarah, a week-long retreat. I was sort of, it kind of launched me into this next phase of my life. Um, so I have a private practice in San Francisco um, and online um, in California. So I see women um, one-on-one. Um, and um, I sort of have a, a somatic and um, relational and and sort of loosely parts work IFS informed lens. Um, and some of the um, things that I focus on are low self-esteem and anxiety, depression, trauma, um, body image issues, and uh, fertility, pregnancy, and motherhood, sort of some of the things that come up in the experiences of women, but certainly not, you know, those aren't all of them. Um, And a lot of my clients sort of come from traumatic childhoods, um, adult children of emotionally mature parents, um, uh, emotional neglect. Um, and so, um, I see about 20 clients a week and, um, virtually and in person. And Julia, what was going on in your business and in your life that led you to want to be a part of this program? So my, yeah, I, I sort of came into it with a lot going on in my personal life. Um, and, uh, I had my daughter in early 2022. Um, and soon after that, I realized there were some pretty major changes that needed to happen in my life, including the ending of my marriage, um, which we're sort of now navigating peacefully and amicably. Um, so when I saw Sarah offering this, it, um, you know, really felt like something that would help feel supportive and containing during this time um, and just help me during a major transition in life. And um, when Sarah and I talked, I think, you know, this the emphasis on, on having community support was really a big part of it um, for me to just have the community support. And, and not that people are necessarily directly supporting me personally, but it was sort of more of the holding and the containment of the group that, that really um, feels really great for me right now. And what would you say since, since that time when we spoke and you joined several months ago, what are some, some of the main ways that you and your business have grown? Yeah, I'm, I'm really coming through a lot of this from a personal transformation is my my business has felt pretty stable um and um something in one of the mentoring calls sarah with you you really helped highlight the important things that i'm focusing on right now which is that stability and creating stability and not not trying to do too much um you know with just managing uh solo parenting and um, being becoming financially stable, um, so it's really it's sort of helped. I think Carrie used this word refining. Like it's really helped me refine um, uh, you know what I'm focusing on and and um, this piece about self care and my business being me really uh struck you know a chord um at the at the beginning of the program um part of the ending of my marriage was a a major act of self-care um and so personally i feel a lot happier i'm a better mother i feel like i'm a better therapist i just feel all around like my life is um just feeling more aligned. And so I, you know, I'm, I'm really able to devote more to my self-care, which has really helped just, uh, support my, my business in the, in this way to kind of make it feel as, you know, reach its potential 
in a way that that I really wasn't able to feel like was possible before. And if I remember correctly, another thing that was really important to you was having, having quality of presence and time with your daughter. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So much of this is, is personal. I mean, I can't really separate a lot of personal professional pieces here. So absolutely. Yeah. Creating that quality time with her, not, not feeling, um, like I have to overwork, um, and, and really feeling confident in, um, the hours that I'm working, which are, you know, pretty much nine to four so that I'm, I'm able to, to have time with her in the mornings and at the end of the day. And when I don't, you know, when she's with her dad, that I am, I'm able to devote that to my self-care and to, you know, to my life. And so, yeah, that was a huge part of it as well. And I think it's important to name that because I think a lot of times we can think that growing our business is about expanding outwards or making things bigger. But what we're talking about here is and coming back to what we're talking about, actually both with Carrie and Emily is it's like, it's really personalized for you and what, what is right for you in this season of your life? What are you needing? And, and what, what does growth look like or what does deepening look like based upon that? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And when, we, when we talked that, that you had mentioned, um, you know, I, 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 well, I can get to this later. I know the question is coming about telling other women, but you know, that I was on the fence to join the program because of how much was going on, but you really encouraged me to be a part of it. And I think some of my hesitation was that I didn't feel like I had the space to do a lot of big changes and to, to make, um, you know, do so, so do, yeah, doing all those, those big things. So I had really appreciated that and that it yeah felt very individual to me just reframing again reframing what growth is or what what taking action could look like for each person right julia what is your dream for yourself and or your business for the next year yeah i think it's continuing i i was um i appreciated what carrie had said about refining again that that um you know, I, 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 all the clients that I have feel like right fit clients. Like I, I love the lens that I'm working at with my clients that there's so much that I'm so grateful that that is actually working right now. Um, and, um, so just kind of continuing to evaluate and, and refine, um, and sort of, along those lines, um, being able to take more time off and, and have some more time with my daughter, um, and, and to feel like sort of, you know, the things that we've talked about and, um, the financial practical, like very grounded pieces of having a business that I feel generally pretty confident about, but can always, do better in and and sort of money management and all of that. I that's a kind of a big goal of mine, um, especially in the midst of being a solo parent. That sort of this you know financial stability and also kind of you know ultimately financially thriving <laughs> is a huge goal um, for this year, or to at least sort of take take those steps towards getting there. And I want to acknowledge you that, that you already have taken so many steps to getting there and you ha- you are experiencing wins around that as a result of those steps. So I want to just validate what you're doing already. Mm-hmm. And I hear you, there's more you want to, there's more you want to do with that. Yeah. Yeah. It's both. <laughs> and what would you tell a woman who's considering joining our circle? Yeah, I think. Definitely agree with Carrie and Emily um, on everything that they said, and and um, at least you know my decision making around it was sort of 
more on how, how it would feel if I didn't do the program. Um, and, and it, I felt pretty devastated to imagine not, not doing it. And, and so this is kind of piggybacking off of the, the very practical and helpful things that Carrie and Emily said, um, you know, but just, um, I'm coming at it from, from a, a somewhat different place than, than sort of other, other people. And, and I hope that I'm kind of representing this voice that, that you can, you can definitely benefit from this program if you have a lot of personal things going on, or if, you know, you don't want to do a whole lot of major changes in your business. Um, and something I've always loved about you, Sarah, is sort of this mindset of not being behind and trusting that, you know, what, what you take in is what needs to be taken in and, and that there's always time to go back and, um, and, and, you know, go back to things that, that, uh, you, you didn't quite get the first time around or didn't have time, time for. So that's really how I'm approaching this because, Honestly, I, you know, I do have so much going on that I'm, I'm not outwardly doing a lot of, of big stuff right now, but inwardly there's, I'm constantly thinking about what's happening because of the containment of the, the group and especially the smaller groups that we have really kind of help to keep me on track. And um, so there's a lot of change happening inside where just the holding of the group is feeling wonderful right now. Thanks for sharing, Julia. And it really speaks to a lot of what we're doing here is going through really timeless principles. And I've shared with you all that, that I'm like, I'm going back through all, all these things and there's, we'll continue to throughout our entire lives as business owners. There's always, as Emily, you know, you were saying there's, we're always iterating and there's alignment is, is an active process. And so, yes, it's not, it's not a one and done thing, right? So it's like little, little incremental changes. And I, I heard there was a study at some point with Harvard business review. And one of the things that they saw with businesses is that the businesses who just made small incremental changes, like 1% changes, experience the most growth versus people who did these big sweeping changes. So something to consider. <laughs> so I'd love to, um, we can just do kind of popcorn style or round table style, just a couple of final questions. And I know that Julia, you shared what almost stopped you from joining the program, just having a lot going on in your personal life. Um, Carrie and Emily, is there anything that you would say about what almost stopped you or prevented you from joining? I'll just be honest. I didn't know if I wanted to make the financial investment. Um, I'm still a very young business and I thought, oh, but then kind of like what Julia said, I thought, well, when you've made investments before, it's always been a positive thing. And I think it's just a part of myself that's very, very frugal and very money management minded. But one thing that I also really do feel is sometimes no risk, no reward. And it did feel like a little bit of a, you know, that kind of a vibe for me, but that motivated me in the end. It's like, well, if you don't do, you'll never know. And, you know, what's the worst thing that could happen? And there really was no terrible thing that was going to happen. If I had made, um, you know, made the investment, the worst thing was like, what? <laughs> I would get nothing like that. I knew that that wasn't going to happen. So if I'm being totally frank, that was the first thought in my mind was like, I can't afford that. <laughs> that's very, I'd say that that's probably what most people feel too. Yeah. Carrie, how about you? 
Yeah, I would say similar. I'm glad you said that, Emily. There definitely was the financial investment. But the other thing that I really had to contend with in myself is, uh, will I show up for myself in this program? Like there is something about, especially something that's online and like, can I trust myself to take advantage of what's here? Like, I felt like there'd be a lot, but I think that's why I underline, like, are you ready to invest some time in applying? Cause that was the question I was asking for of myself. And would I get kind of lost in a group program that has a lot of online components was a fear of mine. Um, and so I did have to have some, you know, kind of like inner dialogue around how uh, I wanted to show up for myself and how I could get support. I think I talked a little bit to you, Sarah, before about that. Um, and I have made a, you know, really a concerted effort to show up to as much as possible to not ever watch the recordings. If I can be live, like there's been, um, to speak out in the mentoring calls, even when I feel vulnerable, or even if I get teary, like I've been like really calling myself forward to, to do those things. But that was one of the reasons is, will I make time? And it really is a question for myself. Um, the other thing that I think that I just want to name, if somebody out there is thinking about it, is I was also wondering about the other people in the program. Like, where are they with their business? Are they going to be so far, quote unquote, ahead? I know there's not that where I'm like not going to be able to connect or are they going to be doing things so differently from myself? So um, that was another question. Uh, my experience has been that all, all of the things, you know, there are people that are doing things very differently and people that I feel like were very similar in the way we're doing our business. So, but those were the things that were, that were talking to me when I was making the decision. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they're all important considerations. And Carrie, I also want to celebrate and validate you for how much you have shown up for yourself and for the group and seems from where I'm sitting that, that you've been successful in holding that commitment with yourself. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I feel really good. It was nice to look back over the six months and say, I really, I really feel like there's more I want to do, you know, there's more ways I want to show up and I can acknowledge that I really did make that commitment to myself. And I cleared the space and time to show up both in my small group and for, for, you know, I haven't missed, I don't, I feel like I've maybe missed like one or two things and, and have always listened to it, which feels really good because you can buy online courses and things and like not do, um, but I felt like I feel good about showing up for myself in that way and think that that's why I'm experiencing the benefits. Yes. And I want to really validate all three of you for having those fears and concerns that were unique to you in your life circumstances, but the ways that you that you listened deeply and leaned in with the discomfort and took that took that risk. So in closing, I'm wondering if each of you can just share just a little short tidbit of wisdom for the women listening about leading businesses that are powered by soul or an IFS, we call it self with a capital S, just one little, one little tidbit. And why don't we start with you, Julia, and then we'll go to Emily and then Carrie. Yeah, I was thinking about this and, and I think like, you know, one of the big things I'm a therapist is I want to make change in the world. And, and I do that through one-on-one -on -one work. Um, that's where I do my work the best, but I think the more people who are more women who are doing work like this aligned with their souls, it, it just, we need more of that and, and more healing and, and more um, alignment. And um, I see this as, as healing some of the, you know, as part of, I see it as part of healing some of the pieces of our world that, that need healing. Thank you, Julia. And how about you, Emily? 
Well, she took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> I would definitely mirror that. And also, um, I don't know about other people, but I, I know that I didn't have any examples of women who owned their own businesses in my life. I'm the first person in my family and my lineage to do that. There are a lot of men that own their own businesses and the women supported them like so that they could do that. And so it's been really nice to sort of be the one that in the family that's like stepped out of that pattern of like, not that we don't want to support our partners, but you know, like being the, the woman that went out and started her own business at 40. And it's been extremely rewarding and it's probably been the hardest thing that I've ever done, but I can't imagine doing anything else. And it's just really filled my cup. And um, even if I had to step away for whatever reason, I'll, I would, I would still be so proud of myself for having done, you know, what I have done. And I really do. I think it's cool to see women in empowered positions, especially in business, because like I mentioned earlier, I, I didn't see a lot of that in my life. And being in this community, it's, that's what we're all doing. And so it's really, you can see I have a big smile on my face. It just makes me feel really good. And um, I think that it's a powerful thing. Agreed. Thank you, Emily. And Carrie. Yeah, I so agree with everything you are saying that there's just this image that I have of us all sort of linking arms. And isn't that the feminine way of doing business rather than competition, but there is this like support and rising together. So that feels really good. Um, and one other thing I just want to say that when I really reflected on the program, I have, I, I think very visually. So I had this image and I felt like um, with parenting or with relationships, you know, we can project all of these things on other people or relate to them. Um, in ways that are just through our minds. But there was something about this program or has been where I feel like there's that style of like, when I'm being my best self with my kids, where I'm getting down to their level, and I'm looking in their eyes, and I'm sort of receiving what they want to tell me without my agenda and my projections and the world's projections. And I feel like that is how I feel about the program with my business is that, that that's like sort of what I'm doing with my business is I'm kind of like getting down and I'm like, who are you? What do you want me to know about you? How can I help you? How can I grow you? How can I be there? And it feels very like tender with my business. So um, for me, that's like a revelatory way of doing business. Um, and I really just have appreciated that so much. Yeah. And Carrie, as you're saying that, I'm thinking back to what you shared earlier about how relationships are so important to you. Mm. So it's like, it's really cultivating that relationship with yes. your business. Yes, absolutely. Well, thank you all so much. I just appreciate having you in my life, having you in our program. I appreciate you taking your time to be with us today and the incredible work that you're bringing into the world in the ways that are right for you. And there you have it. Three journeys of women leading soul-powered businesses as we stride deeper into 2024. They show how success isn't just about the numbers, but it's also about the heart and the grit and the unwavering faith in your vision and your mission. I hope their narratives remind you that running a self-led business doesn't have to be grueling or complicated. When you approach your business with genuine care and consistency and determination and inner listening, magic unfolds. So here's to cultivating an abundance mindset that you can do this too. No matter the challenges or obstacles, you have the potential to achieve great things. And yes, success can be on your terms. Remember what I said at the beginning, every time you think of these stories, I want you to think if they can do it, so can I. And if you'd like to join us, I can't wait to feature your story in my podcast one of these days. And you can learn more and possibly even apply for this community, Create Your Dream Business, a 12-month mentorship and mastermind circle for spiritual entrepreneurial women. Applications are open for a little while. And you can learn more at programs-saravonstover.com forward slash dream.
That's programs hyphen sarahavonstover.com forward slash dream. Above all, do not give up on your dreams. They matter. They are keys to your soul, what you're here to do, who you're here to be. And make sure that you have the community to support the resources that you need to bring them into the world. I'll see you next week. Bye for now. Thank you for joining me today. And remember, change doesn't come from listening alone. I invite you to commit to taking one small or large courageous action after today's conversation. One step you can take if you haven't already is to sign up for my free mini course, Three Lies Holding Successful Women Back That Keep You Overwhelmed, Stuck, and Doubting Yourself, and How to Break Free So You Can Embody Your Potential Starting Now. You can find that over at my website, sarahavonstover.com. That's my full name, sarahavonstover.com. And if you found this podcast valuable, please share it with the women in your world. Also, I'd be very grateful if you leave a review. It helps others find resources like this. And I'd love to hear what's coming alive for you after listening today. Above all, keep going and never forget the unique offerings you and your true self bring to the world. Until next time, I'm sending you my heartfelt support.